since 2004, the Spaghetti Western database has been the premier online resource for fans of the celebrated European movie genre. SWDB boasts a large collection of interviews, lists, film and home video reviews, images, and is updated daily to provide the most detailed information available. With a dedicated global community of contributors and powered by lightning-fast, easy-to-navigate MediaWiki software, everything you want to know about Spaghetti Western Cinema is right at your fingertips. Visit the SWDB today, located online at www.spaghetti-western.net. You believe in Jesus? Yes, sir. Well, you're going to meet him. You see what fun this is? It's going to get really exciting. I know what to do now. They've made it clear. You warriors are good. Real good. The best. This is the end of your rotten life, you motherfucking dope pusher! We'd make one hell of a team, Snake. The name's Pliskin. to another episode of 42nd Street Forever, the official podcast of Grindhouse Cinema Database. I'm Pete Roberts, and I'm here with my co-host, Phil. Hey, Phil, how you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Everything doing good? good? Yep. So we're back with episode 11, and uh, today we get a special Kung Fu double feature, and then a special extra movie that we have added on that we, it's, it's actually a triple feature at this theater that from the Grindhouse days. So Cool. So uh, the three three movies are The Hot, The Cool, and The Vicious, and Crippled Masters, and The Steel Edge of Revenge, which also which also goes by the name uh, Goyokin. That's the original title in Japanese. Yeah. That's and, uh, I like that yeah. steel. Uh, edge, that's like the grindhouse version. Yeah, yeah. But it sounds, sounds yeah. awesome. But Goyokin sounds like. Traditional Japanese. Some of those, though, yeah. like you got the horror. Like yeah. the Japanese, like Onibaba, which I haven't right. seen yet, but I saw the other one that was uh, I can't I've seen Onibaba. But they got, know. but they got weird names where you're like, yeah, they do. Is that is that Onibaba or is that this one? And right. if it had that other name, you might be like, that's the one. I know that one. But right. we're stupid Americans yeah. that say like, give yeah, me we, <laughs> name exactly. But um, yeah. So uh, so both of the all three of these movies uh, were playing at the Empire Theater, and I'll just give you a little background on the Empire Theater. So the Empire Theater was originally the Eltinge Theater, and it was a former Broadway theater located at 234 West 42nd Street in the theater district of Manhattan in New York. And it opened in 1912 and was designed by Thomas Lamb for the Hungarian-born impresario A.H. Woods. And it was originally named for a female impersonator, Julian Eltinge, a performer with whom Woods was associated. And after the start of the Depression, the Eltinge Theater became a burlesque house in, in 1931, then closed as part of Mayor Fiorello LaGuardia's crackdown on burlesque in 1937. So even back then they had oh, crackdowns. Oh, wow. That's stuff, crazy. Which is interesting. It became a movie theater in 1942 and was renamed the Empire Theater in 1954 and it continued to present movies there until the late 20th century. So it was a grindhouse during that time from like the 50s up to like the early 90s. Cool. And then in 1990, the city and state government of New York acquired the theater as part of the 42nd Street Redevelopment Project. That's when they were like doing the whole mm. thing over and like Disney Disneyfying it. Yeah. And then in 1998, the empire was hoisted up and moved on rails 160 feet west 
and a new multiplex was built around it in 2000. And now it's the AMC 25 Empire. So if you go to the that theater, basically the front of it is the old Empire Theater, and then oh, the, wow. the whole rest of it is a brand new theater. So that's, that's pretty kind of cool to know. That's that. kind of cool. Yeah, like so it's some basically of the still kind of half there in a way. So that'd be neat. Yeah, it, yeah that's cool. You you almost want to. Yeah. Like I would almost love for New York to be like it was in Taxi Driver. <laughs> yeah, the grind, also, that's the real grindhouse. Case. Yeah, but then yeah. also it's scary as hell, and you're right. like, no, I think we're good the way. Yeah, <laughs> I think we'll stay with the Disney, the Disney. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Forty Second Street. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because the thing is, like, you know, when we were growing, like, you know, I'm sure, like, if you lived there and you were like going to all these places, you'd probably be like scared as hell to like. Go. But that's like the whole like reason, you know, that's the whole theme of the show. It's sort of like a you know that alternate. Yeah. time when it was like you know real dangerous and stuff you know yeah that's and i think like the allure of it is that 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 time yeah and i think people that live there are you know like yeah. used to it you know they're and probably so they glad know, yeah so they know well yeah they're glad yeah. but also back then they probably knew how to deal yeah they were used to it they, they knew how to yeah. navigate through all yeah. the you know and the, how to how to what not time to go at or, and yeah exactly yeah. yeah but i suppose you know there was a whole did you ever read the Sleazoid Express, that book? I don't know if you ever read that. No, That's like, I didn't. And I give a whole like, you know, history. That's sort of like basically the theme of this show is like, you know, yeah. obviously I wasn't around at that time, but you know, that, that's really what the book was about. Like a real, like, you know, telling of what it was like back then and all the different oh, wow. movies that played there and stuff. But it's so that's the show is sort of inspired by that. So yeah, that's yeah. what I wanted to do anyways, but that's awesome. Yeah. yeah so uh, the first movie that we'll be talking about is the hot, the cool and the vicious. And that was released by First Distributors, which was a film company established by a Hong Kongese producer-director, Wong Chuk Han. And uh, it was registered in British Hong Kong, but First Films mainly operated in Taiwan, and most of their films were made there. And First Films ceased operations in the late 80s. Wong Chuk Han's son, Wong Hoi, would later set up Golden Flare Films. I don't know, you know about that, but anyways. Hmm. But uh, the, the movie was directed by Lee So Nam, or no, So Nam Lee. Is the other his other name, and he, right. he was a director of like a bunch of uh Bruce exploitation films. He did Bruce Against Iron Hand, Bruce Lee's Greatest Revenge, Edge of Fury, X the Dragon, Enter the Tiger. That's the one I know the most. Fist oh, of Fury Two, Fist of Fury Three. I've seen most of these. Some but of them they I were like they yeah. were like different. Like I don't yeah. know when Golden Harvest came in, but not yeah. Shaw Scope, not uh, Shaw. No, Brothers, these are these are like another Golden like Harvest, independent but distributor. But there's yeah. a third, yeah. Yeah, this is a, this cool. is another studio, and this is like you know like another like low budget like not yeah. Shaw Brothers or Golden Harvest, one of the, one of the other little yeah, you know, yeah. lower budget ones. That's cool. And then uh, he did the Leg Fighters, A Life of Ninja, Mission, Kiss and Kill, and Tattoo Connection. I've seen several of those, but and I liked all. Of them I think too. I saw Tattoo Connection. Yeah, that was yeah, that was that the uh, one Jim Kelly. Place? Live and Let Jim Die Kelly. music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, they, yeah it probably one, did. Yeah, yeah live, live. No, and let it die. was the. Uh, it was the other one, the Soul yeah. Brothers of Kung Fu. Plays, Soul Brothers of Kung Fu. Plays, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, plays the uh, living, uh, living. Yeah, like, like all those movies movie. have tons of like ripped off scores from yeah. like all those older movies. Like you'll watch like watch it and like hear the theme from Rocky or like whatever yeah. or Shaft or whatever. You know. Yeah, yeah. A lot of them like you'll watch like a one of the Bruce exploitation movies. They'll just use the theme from Enter the Dragon as like the opening yeah. music. Even yeah. it's yeah. even though it's just, you know, that's just part of the, the, the style of those movies. But yeah. Yeah. So uh Hot the Cool and the Vicious has a pretty like layered like plot story plot line go- going on like if you you know yeah and the stars I, I have to tell you the the stars of the movie okay. and then we can like talk Not about right. the story so Dorian Tan Tao Liang, Liang is plays Captain Lou 
uh, Tommy Lee plays Mr. Long. That's the blonde guy, the blonde, the creepy blonde, you know, headed <laughs> yeah, like yeah. type guy. He's kind of, like, he's yeah. probably my favorite character in the whole movie. Yeah, he's uh, cool. Let's see. And then uh, Wong Tao plays Bayou Ching and he's like kind of like the main, you know, the, the first. Yeah. He's actually the second guy. So they're all like the hot, the cool, and the vicious. I guess yeah. the hot would be Bayou Ching. The cool then, would be Captain Lou. And then the vicious would be obviously Mr. Long. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's that's those are the main characters, and the movie starts out, and you we're we're first introduced to Captain Lou, and he's like taking out some like thugs on the street or something, Which, and then it cuts. Yeah, go ahead. And, and that that part cracked me up because they're like, here's the guy that's you know super <laughs> yeah. you know he's like the best of kung fu ever, right. yeah. and then they choose to fight him. I'm like, no, don't yeah. choose to fight him. He's the right. best. At- and of yeah, course, like, that's, just the, that's just like yeah. the common thing that they do in those movies, I guess. <laughs> exactly. Like they have to challenge the guys. Yeah, exactly. So then it cuts right to the next scene is we we, we meet Bayou Ching and he's like kind of like a known guy, like an it's yeah. like a really good fighter. He has like a southern fist style. And then Captain Lou has a northern leg style. You, whenever you see him fight, he like he always lifts up his leg like and does yeah. that. Oh, like awesome. So, Fucking, I can't balance yeah, that like awesome. that. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, like, way yeah, up. That's, yeah, I think Bruce Lee used to do that move like yeah. in his movies. Like, yeah, yeah. Leg, but. But Bayou Ching comes to town and like and then fr- right right away he comes into the diner, you know, the or the, you know, the cantina place and yeah. not cantina, but whatever they call it yeah, in China, like hotel, the restaurant like, place. Yeah, yeah the like the place. old West had like, you know, it is sort of like an old West, West setup. Yeah. Brothel, and then the first thing they do is like a guy comes up and challenges them because he, f- he knows who he is. So he's like, you know, Bayou Ching, I'm going to, you know, fight you. But then it turns out that that's that guy is one of his contacts. Because Bayou Ching is actually like an undercover agent. He's basically like yeah. an undercover cop, like yeah, yeah, that came to town. Yeah. So that's that part of the story. So like you know that those are the two characters there, and then the the um the main the benefactor of the town is Mister Yoon, and he's sort of like the you know the evil. There's always like an evil like you know yeah. guy running things in town, but we don't know exactly why at first. We just know that he's like something's up with him. Yeah. And then every every kung fu movie has to have a bully, and the bully in the the movie is Nan San, and that's Mister Yoon's son. And he kind of like yeah. comes through, and he's like you know messing with everybody, calling you know, everybody bitch, yeah, right. And he's like you know <laughs> just trying to rape every woman that comes by, <laughs> that type of thing. So it's like yeah. that's the the basically the setup. And then at one point, I guess uh, Nan San uh, kills uh, Captain Lou's wife's mother. And that causes like, you know, a problem with them. So so Captain Lou has to go goes to Captain Yoon's house and he's looking for the son and he's like, oh, yeah, my son isn't here. But actually, he, yeah, he hit yeah. him somewhere in the house. So yeah. he's like, you know, well, I don't trust you anymore or whatever he says. And, you know, that's where that goes. Yeah, and then he, there's yeah, a whole, he yeah. uh, he's just like, can I check the house? He's like, what are yeah, you calling like, no, me a you liar? Can't check he's like, he's like, and that's when he kind of realizes, oh shit. Yeah. yeah. These yeah. guys, you can't trust these guys anymore. Yeah. So that's that whole part with that. And then, and then there's another aspect of the story where uh, Captain Lou years ago killed the, the, killed the brother of one of the, this girl, Miss Lee, and yeah. she's trying to get revenge on, on uh, Captain Lou because of that. So that's, I think that's, at, like, I couldn't see at night, like at night, she like attacks him as like a ninja. I think that's who yeah, that and was. was that I think her that's her father. Was that I think that's her, her and her uncle or something. Her I'm not sure if it's yeah, her yeah, father. Yeah. I think it's her yeah, uncle or something. Her uncle. But they're, yeah. they're, they're trying to kill him. So yeah. that's another aspect of the story. So it's like, I have all these people <laughs> like trying to like kill each other. And then we're trying to find out like why, like Bayou Cheng, like what his real like motive for being there is. Yeah. Cause you don't know yet. 
until yeah. the little uh, a little fistful of dollars because you don't know yeah. yet that he's, he's playing the different sides against each other. But when he thing. shows up, he's like, I'm going to go talk to the main boss. And the main boss right. is like, you can have free run of the house if you protect right. my son. He's like, no, I'm going to go back to the inn. It's like, oh, right. OK, yeah. And then he hooks up with the with the landlady. Yeah. But then she's actually like in cahoots. Yeah. That word that you love in, yeah, yeah. in cahoots with Mr. Yoon. <laughs> so it's like yeah. so it's like, you know, there's all this like, you know, intrigue and like, you know, you know, all this corruption going on and stuff like that. And it turns oh. out that Mr. Yoon is like running a counterfeiting ring. So he had, you know, that's the whole point. And then Mr. Yeah. Mr. Uh, Mr. Lee or Mr. Lung, who who's like, you know, that that weird looking blonde, creepy yeah, guy yeah. is like he kind of works for him so that those guys are like together. So it's like, and they build him up good. They're like, he's yeah, they coming do. to yeah, town. Yeah. He's coming to town and yeah. you don't he's outside like, doing some guy? work yeah. somewhere. He'll be here later, you know, and right. then he shows up and you're like, this guy's like looks yeah. like an albino. That's I, he, like I think he's face. my favorite. And I love like when he or when you when he shows up, like he jumps out of a tree, like 50 yeah. feet up, like out of a tree. So it's like he has a really they, they really. And I think another thing was as far as the Kung Fu goes, like, we, you know, the it's good Kung Fu sequences in this. But yeah, it's like I think it's more like just to serve the story. Like, it's not like yeah. super like, you know, awesome. It's just yeah. it's pretty good. But I mean. I think when Mr. Lung comes up, that's when they really like whip, get out the, you know, the, the hardcore, like, you know, Kung Fu action. And he's like, yeah. really like the, the highlight of the movie. Cause yeah. he, I think he did the, uh, the fight choreography too. Tommy Lee, oh, his that, name is the guy. Oh, that's cool. That's Played like, that um, that's cool. So I think he kind of like, he held the, you know, the, the fighting stuff for himself. So like, yeah. you know, when they start having fights, you're like, wow, this guy's awesome. He's like, I think he does Mantis style Kung Fu. Mr. Yeah. Lung. So that's cool. Yeah. yeah. The, um, yeah, it it was interesting because it's almost too much where you're trying yeah. to follow it. Yeah. But then as it gets halfway through, it starts getting cohesive. It starts getting really, right. you know, into it. And right. then the fighting. Um, so I've seen seen a lot of these kung fu movies. I don't know all the names of them, but my favorite mm -hmm. is off of that first box set um of Shoscope is yeah. uh the boxer from Shantung. Yeah, that's an that's awesome movie. I my, love that one too. But right now, I haven't watched anything on the second box, but yeah. that's my favorite. Like, yeah, that, that was an awesome fight. Film. Is it's, that the, that's? I, I'm trying to think. That's the one where it gets really bloody, like at the, the end, with like the hatchet. He's yeah, that's hatchet really a bloody movie. Yeah, yeah, super bloody. Yeah, that's yeah. really an awesome film. That's probably my favorite out of that box set too. Yeah, yeah, I, I like that one the most. And then Five Fingers of Death. Yeah, yeah. That's oh, yeah. The other yeah, one I love yeah, that a lot. Of course. But, yeah, but this one is like. Like I was thinking, like I was going to bring up, like I like, I th I love the shot, you know, the Shaw Brothers, most mm -hmm. of those, but I think most of my favorite Kung Fu films aren't like the big studio films. They're like more of like th these ones, like these low budget, <laughs> like outside the mainstream yeah. big studio ones. I just happen to like those better. Yeah. I don't like, I like like the Jimmy Wang Yu movies a lot and stuff like yeah, all these yeah. movies. Like Master of the Flying Guillotine and yeah, yeah, like like War on Boxer. On the new that. one, on the new one, I did see one of the ones on the new one before I got the box set. It's a yeah. the Jet Li. Um, yeah. It's like the last movie, whatever. It's like done yeah. in '83, but yeah. it's really good. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, um, I didn't like this as much as the next one, but I think yeah. now yeah. that I know the story, if I went into it yeah. again, I might like right. it more. But I do like that bad guy yeah. is amazing. And I the, like the bad uh, guy is awesome. And then, yeah, 
don't know I if like you want to talk about the end of the movie, like where they f- the, the all three of them fight the hot, the cool and the vicious all yeah, fight. Yeah. But it's basically the it's basically Captain Lou and, and uh, Bayou Ching against Mister Lung. Yeah, and like he and then the part where he takes the, he has the knife like on his elbow. Did you remember that? that yeah, that was yeah. Awesome. He keeps. I was like, oh, yeah, that was an was awesome like, effect. Oh my god! Yeah, it would. <laughs> it's like, it a, would it's like a butcher yeah. knife in his elbow or something. Yeah, and it's like slashing him up. I suppose yeah. he needs it because he's like two on one. So he's like trying to. And it's done. Those are always done well, where it's like looks like he's actually cut like they cut the shirt out, you know, right. It's done in all these cuts and in film cuts, but also it looks it looks amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That was an awesome fight and fight. But yeah, yeah, that was a good movie. I really liked, you know, I I mean, overall, I think like I was thinking about all three movies and like this one, I liked the story the most. The Kung Fu Mm -hmm. was was decent, but it wasn't my like most favorite. Right. right. You know, the thing. Yeah. So I kind of split up. This one I like the story the most. The next one I like the I think I like the action better in the next one most. Yeah. And then in the the, the third film I liked like this the um the the direction yeah. most. Like just Every, like oh, overall yeah. like oh, I thought it was beautiful. a beautifully directed film and stuff. Oh yeah. But uh, so the next movie is Crippled Masters, and that was released in 1979 by New Line Cinema. And you'll know, we know New Line from like the Street really? Fighter movies. And, I didn't even notice from back yeah, then. A Nightmare on Elm Street and all. In yeah. 70 in 79. No, yeah. Oh, so yeah. 79. I thought that they, they didn't come in until until Nightmare on Elm Street, no. like 84. No, that was they really they actually released the, the Street Fighter movies, too. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, there, okay. That was like a, like an exploitation grindhouse type, you know, distributor like back yeah. in the the old days, and then in the seventies, and then they like then they moved on and they did do like Nightmare on Elm Street in the eighties, but yeah, cool. And the director of this movie is Chi Lo or Joe Law, as he's that's his that's how he's on the poster. His name is on the poster as Joe Law. That's cool. And he directed yeah. The Dragon Lives Again. I haven't seen that one yet, but that's a pretty popular like Bruce. I think I've heard of movie, that but, one. Yeah, yeah, but um. This one is more like in the line of like the the disabled heroes subgenre of like kung fu. So it's like you know part of like the crippled Avengers and yeah, like those types you, of movies. When you wrote me, I was like crippled Avengers. Yeah. I love it. And you were like, yeah. no, no, this no, one. this is a like, crippled oh. master. <laughs> Another one that I liked that I Close, forgot to say was that uh, Element Ninjas, Five Element Ninjas, Five Element Ninjas. Yeah, that's or Chinese amazing. Super Ninjas. I think Looks is the other beautiful, name. Beautiful, colorful, yeah. like. But is that on the is that on the new the second the, box? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That must look box. awesome. It's on the first box. Is it? Is it? Yeah. No, I don't think. So. I think I. I thought I. Skipped I don't think it, it is because it was on there. Well, I think it's the second. We'll we'll have to check that. You're check probably that. right. You're probably right. We'll have to check that. But yeah. So was this your favorite one out of the the two? Out of the two, yes. I uh, think I like this one a lot too. It was funny too because yeah. I don't know if you have a breakdown for this one. You did the other one because the stories right. were. Yeah, but, it, was, it was a little bit so, kind of like complicated with all the different so, groups. Like, you know I mean, I swear, I finished watching this this morning. Yeah, um, I had started it, and they cut this guy's arms off. Right, and he's got like a little, like no, hand, he has a little nub, part of a hand sticking yeah. out of one side, out of his left side, and nothing yeah. on his right. And right. I'm like, okay, and I'm thinking, like all these movies, right? It's got he's got his arms behind his back. This is what I yeah. thought for the no, whole thing. This is thing. the real thing. Yeah. yeah and some... then there's a scene of him with no shirt on. Well, there's yeah. a scene right before that where I'm like, yeah. wait a minute. 
it makes sense now why if they cut his arms off, they're not totally off because he (laughs) was born with part of a hand. Yeah. You know, I knew a guy that used to work with me that had like a smaller hand on one side. Oh, really? That's weird. And uh, but he's real quick typer with his other hand It's amazing. That's crazy. Um, yeah, he had he had felt it's called Thalido Mide syndrome, whatever yeah. that is. It's just some. Yeah, just like syndrome. where. So he's got like maybe two fingers and a thumb or just he's got like a nub. Like they call yeah. it a nub. But he's got like a thumb. He's got a little bit of I a think hand so. Yeah, where he, he has enough where he can hold a stick. Spin the you know, like stick when, he's, when he's doing the thing with amazing. the stick. Amazing. Yeah, he does like baton twirling with the thing. <laughs> yeah, but they were both they were both real handicapped martial artists. The other guy has. Yeah. Like, yeah. Small little have, legs. Like, do you have that? What his thing was? Because I don't. I, was like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the other guy had. Like right. as far as his like handicap goes, but whatever that was, the Toledo Mide syndrome or something. Yeah, because his arms, guy, you know, his arms yeah. were buff from walking around, yeah. but he had like right. real skinny legs. Right. But that was weird. It was it blew my mind when that guy yeah. took his shirt off and I'm like, Oh, he's, yeah. he really has no arms. Right. And it makes you respect it more. And yeah, it does. you know, that guy climbing on the, the bamboo poles, right. you know, with just his hands and balancing his, you know, his ass and his legs up in there. <laughs> yeah. And the other guy just doing, you know, doing right. stuff with his feet, flipping that, that was awesome. Yeah. That pole around. Like it's amazing. Yeah. It's like, and it's and I don't know. It's like the the start of the movie is like they cut his arms off, and he and then he like kind of like limps off by himself. You know whatever <laughs> he does, kind of like and he tries to find some place. And like you know the first place he goes, he goes into the restaurant. And like they, they yeah. they're, they're like taunting him the minute he goes yeah. in there. It's like I felt so bad for this dude. Yeah, <laughs> he's just like you couldn't get a break. Like no matter what yeah. he did, then he goes to like that farm place and he's like then, he's like trying to eat out of the pig trough or whatever he's doing and he's like yeah and that that old man helps him but then they come yeah. and give him shit and right. the old man's like you need to go and then he's just floating down the river floating down and, the river and like, then he holy shit run, and then the other guy is gets his arm his legs burnt by the yeah. same guy that they were both working for basically so yeah. one guy gets his arms lopped off the other guy gets his his legs burnt by acid yeah. so then he like kind of like goes off by himself and then they end up like kind of like becoming friends again and like you know yeah and then they have that old guy like the old yoga master guy that kind of you know says oh i'll train you guys and to use your disabilities to get back at the you know the main bad guy yeah and it's it's amazing because kudos to them for doing um for putting these people to work for giving them job being like hey let's make a movie around these guys yeah, that and, was awesome. you know, it's almost like that Mr. No Legs. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, hey, Mr. let's no Legs. put a movie around this guy. Right. Um, it's better. Yeah, than but it, it's no almost Legs. it's so, it is sort of like when you talk about exploitation films, they're exploiting. That's what they're exploiting. Right. right. Like in this right. case is like, you know, the the disabled people. So it's, but but, also, you know, that's part also, of that whole. I could see it being a little different, like yeah. more like not like a circus freak, but more like, look right. what they can do. Right. It's, in a pole it's, around it's, it's glorifying and, them in a yeah, way. Yeah. It's, yeah. You know, it's, it's showing like that they're not like, you know, total yeah, like, yeah. Just, I mean, you know, they might look a little freaky, but they have. And they, actually, these guys, once they like learn how to like fight and stuff, they actually they're pretty like tough. Like they're walking around yeah. like f- messing with everybody. And, you know, yeah. that one guy that like, you know, they keep running into and he's like, please don't hit me, whatever, you know, yeah, whatever. He's which like. is funny. So <laughs> the, the one that one big guy, the one big yeah. bodybuilder, the black and, bodyguard, those two, like, those two henchmen, black and white. Yeah. You know, those get out guys. of the way. Yeah. Get out of the way. Yeah. And then they end up beating him up. But yeah. that guy who was like, don't hurt me, don't hurt me. I yeah. thought 
they're not gonna hurt him. Like they'll right. might beat him up a little bit. No, yeah. they fucking kill the guy. They do. And they you're did, like, holy shit. That. Yeah. No, that's that's the good part of the but story. it's and it works where it's slow. Yeah. You know, it wasn't too slow. It's slow of like you're like, okay, they're well, gonna train, right. they're gonna go beat the guy. Right. And they don't beat the main boss. They beat, you know, the henchmen. They beat the other guy. Right. They go like step they by get step. In a fight with the guy, the guy in the white, yeah. and then they become friends with the right. guy in the white. And yeah, yeah, Mister Pow, I think his name was. I don't, I don't yeah. know. I forget Mister Pow, and he was like, kind of like a good, like you know, you don't expect him to like. He kind of befriends them. He, I think yeah. he's working for the bad guy, and then he ends up like you know, be, yeah, befriending he's, them he's and like, like they, they let him go or something. These jade horses that you stole, look yeah, at the them. Jade horses, secret to your kung fu, right? And then they, then at the that end, that's a cool little thing too. Strap on, yeah. Yeah, that was a cool little detail. Yeah. The the eighteen jade horse or the eight jade horses. Yeah, they like yeah. you know it, it holds the secret of kung fu. So then they like learn how to do it, and yeah, it's really that was a cool, really little, neat. Yeah, and then cool. and they break that guy out and everything. But right. yeah, then they hook up to each other, so then they can right. use their feet and their hands and right. That was pretty yeah. cool. It's when they fight the the main bad guy at the end and they kick his ass too. Yeah, <laughs> which is. Interesting the way they ended that because you're expecting a freeze frame when he lands on the ground and he's going to be dead with open eyes staring up at the sky, but they hit him and he's in the middle of flying sideways and it just freeze frames (laughs) right in the middle. And you're like, oh, that's the end. But yeah, it was cool. That was a cool. That was that was a cool movie. I think out of the two, like we were saying, I think out of the yeah. two kung fu films, that was my favorite out of the two. Yeah, the but I love uh, Captain cool Lou style. though was really cool with his leg yeah. way you know way yeah, the, high like he he was. Awesome. I really liked, and I also liked about Cripple Masters. I liked that it was it didn't fall like it was seemed like it was kind of like an offbeat type of story, mm-hmm. like the way it the way it went. Yeah, like it wasn't like just like the typical three acts, like the, the first yeah. film was more of like a three acts, you know, the classic three act structure. This one had a little yeah. bit of an offbeat quality to it, which I liked. Well, and it had the difference where like with the Avengers, the yeah. crippled Avengers, that was yeah. more like they're all together already. We're a team. We're right. going to go kick ass. This was, right. he found the guy that had his yeah. legs burned and was like, yeah. I'm going to, you know, you fucked me over. I'm going to torture you. I'm going to yeah. kill you. And right. then that master is like, no, let me train you guys to be better. Right. And so it doesn't start out with them just both right away being like, we need to kill right. this guy. They're kind of like all screwed up and they're like, yeah. you know, they don't know how to focus their energy in yeah. the right way. But then the old man helps them and that type yeah. of thing. That, so that was a cool aspect yeah. of the story that I like, too. So the, this next one is the Steel Edge of Revenge, but it's really called Goyoken. That's the original Japanese name, as we were saying. Mm-hmm. And it was directed by Hideo, Hideo Gosha. And I, I, I had to mention, like, a lot of his movies have just come out on Blu-ray. Like, like I think um, oh, wow. Samurai Wolf, those I haven't seen. I actually haven't. This is the first movie by him I've ever seen. So mm-hmm. I'd, I'd like to ch- see more of his stuff. But yeah, the Samurai too. Wolf movies. And then that Violent Streets is another mo- movie that he did. And that's oh, out on Blu-ray that? now, too. Yeah. Oh, wow. You can check it out. Check out the website. For that's that an stuff. American film, isn't it? Violent... Not Violent Streets. No, no this is a okay. Japanese, like a Yakuza okay. film. Oh, OK. But well, he's he was a very those. popular. I yeah. Films. Yeah. He, I, I'm a big fan of those movies, too. But he's a, he was a very popular like uh, director in Japan. So but this is the first film from him I've seen. Yeah. And yeah, um, his other movies were uh, Three Outlaw Samurai, Sword of the Beast, Cash Calls Hell, and The Secret of the Urn, and then the Samurai Wolf movies, which I haven't seen yet. 
cool. but uh, this was re- released in 1969 by Toho Studios, and they also released Lone Wolf and Cub and Lady Snowblood. You've, I think you've seen, yeah, Godzilla and yeah, 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 and all those too. Yeah, the, yeah, all the kaiju movies. But yeah, we did um, just to give a shout out. We did a, I I was on um, Church of Tarantino podcast, yep. and we yep. did Under the Influence of Kill Bill, and so we did and Lady, Lady Snowblood and the Doll Squad. Oh, yeah. And uh, that was fun. Yeah, Lady Snowblood is. I, I, I yeah, I've seen yeah, both. Of, yeah, I've seen both of those. Beautiful. But yeah, I haven't seen. I'd like to watch Lady Snowblood again. It's been a while. I haven't it's watched. It's on that HBO one. Max. It's. Uh, yeah, I like to watch that again. It looks beautiful. Yeah, and uh, Goyokin was actually the first Japanese production shot in Panavision too. So when you see the Panavision logo at the yeah. beginning, it's like the. And it it's a beautiful widescreen. It's a beautiful yeah, it is, print really. that is on wherever wherever we watched it on yeah. i couldn't i couldn't throw it to my tv so i had to watch oh, really it on like my you laptop. couldn't like the the um what do you call it the um, right like the little airplay airplay or whatever yeah. like yeah yeah i don't know why that why i could that. have plugged my laptop into the tv but i was just yeah. like i'll watch on the laptop yeah but it looked beautiful it looked beautiful it yeah. amazing transfer yeah it was and um it's it, i guess Toshiro Mifune was originally going to star in this, but he had some problem with the director or something. So, and then they they ended up getting the other guy. What's his face? This um, guy is badass. though. he's yeah. he's right there up with Toshiro Mifune. Like, yeah. he's amazing. Right. I yep. right when I saw him, I was like, this guy's badass. Like, I'm gonna dress yeah, like that for Comic Con. Yeah. Well, and so the directors, you keep looking yeah. up that the director's dead, but all those other actors are still alive. Still the girl, that, the girl that plays. Um, Oh, um, oh, uh, oh, 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 yeah. Oh, I thought it was, yeah, yeah. No, I <laughs> thought it was, like, um, who was the girl that died that sings, uh, uh oh, me, my not Mako Kaji. No, 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 I'm sorry. No, uh, no, a Motown girl. Um, the name is what I thought was the same. Aretha, not Aretha Franklin. Anyway, forget <laughs> it. Not <laughs> Aretha, but I thought this girl's we'll name was Oshira we'll or something, but it was like, oh, hi, oh, or something but yeah. anyway she's well, still this alive. Girl's she... name, the girl in this is oriha and her real name is R- ruriko asayoka that's i was thinking it was oritha but it was oh yeah yeah Ria. um right. but she's beautiful that she's girl's be- yeah i was gonna say that she's beautiful that girl he's 83 now oh, okay. um the main guy he's still alive yeah. he was born in like tatsuya nakadai yeah. yeah tatsuya nakadai and then the the woman, his girlfriend, Shiro, she was born yeah. in 19. No, the other girl was 1940. She was born in 1934 and okay. he was born in 32. Anyway, yeah. I looked that up and I'm like, oh, wow, they're still alive. Like we should have them on the podcast. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. but, yeah, so this this takes place in the Tokugawa period, which was like the 16th century. So it's, yeah. it's these in like the Lone Wolf and Cub movies take place in the same time. But then Zatuichi, that takes place in the 18th century. Okay. In the Edo period. So those, they're, you know, they're all, I've just given a little yeah. background. Just yeah, so yeah. People, people are, people are going to be real nitpicky about that. Oh, yeah, yeah. The period's wrong. It's not that wrong. But so the main character is Mago Bai, and he's a samurai for the Sabai clan. Mm-hmm. And and they're, and uh, at the beginning of the movie, like, we find out that this fishing village has been slaughtered. Because this girl goes goes back to her fishing village, and all the people are dead. And we find out that the the clan that uh, Mago Bai was working with, or you know what he was part of, they they, they there was it had to do with a uh, gold shipment 
that came into the the you know the fishing port and they yeah. stole the gold they killed all the all the people of the village and mago bai like basically decided to quit the clan because you know he, just because he was so guilty about what they yeah, did he, yeah so he, he became a them. yeah he became a ronin and which is a masterless samurai and he went off by himself what was That's interesting the start of the movie. what's it that? was interesting when this started and it had the crows going on yeah, I was like, the is this an Ingmar Bergman movie? Like it had yeah, that it, weirdness to it. It did have that. Weird and I was like, is this Ingmar Bergman? Is this what we're yeah. getting into? But no, it was just her yeah. being like thinking that it was some thing. kind of weirdness that made everybody disappear. Right. And then, you know, he knows and she doesn't know. And he finally, I think, tells her. Did I, he I really love I have to say, I really love the opening so- shots of the movie where it had like that gold. Yeah. It, it, oh, it yeah. starts and out and the whole thing is gold. To the snow. Yeah. Yeah. That was awesome because I guess they're trying yeah. to like, you know, they're trying to bring in the the, the theme of the gold of the, you know, the yeah. stolen gold. So like everything looks gold. And you're like, oh, this is a, it looks like a beautiful, you know, the colors and stuff. And then yeah. it changes the snow, like you were saying. Like and I was like, oh, that was different. It was a cool effect. It was as good with that. The composition yeah. was like a yeah, Kurosawa composition. composition. Like it was beautiful. crazy. Beautifully yeah. done. Yeah, it really was. So the girl d- discovers all the, you know, all the people are dead there. And then it cuts to, and then I think it cuts to like the, like, you know, some place like in this, in the city or something. And like, you know, we're, we're seeing like the, these three samurai that are being sent to kill Mago Bai because mm-hmm. the guy that did the first massacre is going to be doing it again. They, they yeah. got to take care of him before he like, so they just get rid of him. So he doesn't like let anybody know what they're doing. Yeah. So they send those, those three samurai after him and then he ends up taking them out, I think, or yeah. two of them. Yeah. And I think one of them ends up being his, like on his side. Yeah. One of them, he was like, Bama, you're, you know, some yeah. or something. Yeah. 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 And it, yeah. Yeah. But it, well, it was, um, it was interesting for one, cause he was badass. Yeah. For two, because um, when it I don't know when it jumped, but when you yeah. I'm, I was trying, I lost my thought. But anyway, the track. Yeah. yeah, they all. Yeah, I was I was working on something, but <laughs> yeah. they all show up and he right. kicks her at and you're like and, and they cut his hat and he just pulls the rest of it off. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. And yeah, that's yeah. awesome. I love all that stuff. Yeah, it's it's amazing. And that it's not quite kurosawa blood spray yeah another thing i was gonna say was brutal killing right this one doesn't have like it i think out of the whole movie there's only one shot where it's like sort of like a lone wolf and cub blood spurting aspect Mm -hmm. this one is more of like just sort of like the traditional samurai action there's not a lot of like bloodletting i mean a little you know there's a little bit but it's not like the the lone if you know watch lone wolf and cub those are like you know blood you know blood uh what do you call them like yeah uh, you know, blood spurting everywhere, like fire hoses everywhere. Well, in that one guy uh, toward the end, he stabs him like and then stabs him sideways. Yeah. The guy that's a right. henchman of the other guy, like stabs yeah. him and turns it and turns it the oh, other yeah. way. And you're like, whoa. Yeah, that, I, I don't know. I can't remember exactly that right. little shot, but that's that. I mean, the yeah. whole thing. But yeah. this this one is like more of like a traditional like her. I, I, you know, it's not it's different than Kurosawa, I, I guess. But, yeah. It's it's it kind of like more drawn out. Like there's a lot of scenes where he's just like talking with yeah, people more of for a like drama. long time and stuff. But yeah, he goes of... he goes back to town. And he meets his 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 wife. Like yeah, you know, or, yeah. That's that is his wife. She is it his wife. I was thinking it was his. I think it was his girlfriend. His but or, I think it was his wife because her brother. Oh no no. Her I'm brother not sure is if the bad. Married guy. to the other guy, or if that's. I think it's. 
I can, now I'm screwed up. Uh, I think it might have been his the other oh, right, guy's wife was, or something. He was yeah, because she was married to the guy that I just said got right the knife so, twisted the sword. But I think they they were in loves or something. I I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. Thing. She that's why when he left that day, he goes. That's what it was. Goes, yeah, yeah. He goes. I so know she, that with you know, the other he knew guy. that she's still right. in love with him. Yeah, right. But it was done. It's not a drama like boring, a boring drama. It's right. like a Kurosawa film, but maybe not right. as much. You know stuff, but like, yeah. not as good as Yojimbo, but like that, where you got a story going on and it's right. just fun. You're following him as he, you know, he's he's finding out what's what's gonna what's happening, yeah. and then he goes ends up going back to the town to like confront the his yeah, um you know, what's his name yeah because he he has said yeah. like he was gonna give a sword to that guy. He's yeah. like, I'm a coward. I'm not right. worthy of the sword. And then he right. realizes, oh wait. I got to go the, back and confront this because that what was the, the reason he kept hold on, held on to the sword because yeah. he, he he felt like, you know, he, the reason he, he was going to hold on to it was so, so he could fight the other guy or something. Yeah, because you know, like that, take care that of guy, him. that guy at the end says, I'm going to keep doing this. I don't care. Right. I'll keep right. killing people and bringing right. more gold in. And next fall, right. we'll kill more people and we'll bring, right. you know, more gold in. And you're like, oh, my God, this guy's like Thanos. Yeah. We need to kill him. Yeah, exactly. He's like a total psychopath. Yeah. But Tatawaki is the other guy, like is like the guy that's like killing everybody. And he's like, just doesn't care. He's just going to keep doing it. So that's that that's that creates his Mago Bai's motivation to like, you know, help hold on to the sword and like go after him and stuff. And and he's a good bad guy, too. Yeah. You know, they're all they're all it's great acting on all their parts, Mm -hmm. like really good. There's one scene where he goes back to the town and it reminded me of Django, the, the, the muddy, the muddy town. I don't know. That's yeah. the first thing that yeah, I yeah. thought of when I saw that. That was an awesome scene. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. That when was one of those great shots. Of like she, yeah. yeah. But yeah. Love that. Uh, but then the final, the final part is like they're trying to, the, uh, the, the, the villain guy is trying to like set up a fire to, to make the boat, make the boat, you know, the uh, gold, the gold shipment boat go yeah. to the wrong place. So the, that's the whole point part of yeah. the, the end of the movie where they're trying to like, you know, set up a fire in the wrong place. And then the other, the other group, uh, Mago, uh, Mago Bai's group is trying to like set up a fire in another, uh, another yeah. area. So they yeah. go and to that first hit the rock kind of like, you know, crazy, but yeah. So it's like, a right. it's like, a, um, yeah, it's like a, like, like a, a U shape. And right. So on the left top of the U, they, they want to set a fire. a fire there to have it yeah. come into the right. middle of the U and hit the rocks, or hit the rocks or something. Yeah. I think. And then um, Taki Taka Waititi. No, yeah. uh, he wants the <laughs> fire on the other on the other end yeah. of the U to have them right. come into the other side and kind of, right. you know. Yeah. And then yeah. there's that whole thing. And then but the, it, then the, the two end up fighting each other at the end after, you know, after all that stuff goes down. There's and, that going on. His buddy yeah. is really cool. Like his yeah. buddy who's like, you know, yeah trying to help and like Simone, uh, I think his name was, and he yeah, was originally yeah. one of the guys that oh. was sent to kill him at the beginning. And there's, yeah, exactly. And there's that yeah. big cool scene when he shows up yeah. and they're waiting outside of the, of that two story building. Yeah. And he goes ahead and he goes in and there's guys yeah. in there and he knows right. that they're in there, but he jumps right. up to the top. Oh yeah. Goes right. in through the top. And that yeah, part that was, was awesome. cool. Yep. And then he's just stuck in there and it starts raining and he's like, well, shit. <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, we're going to bring in fire and bring a rolling right. cart of fire. Oh, and yeah. The fire goes under the, the ground. Yeah. And that other guy comes up and says, 
come on out and he because he knows right. like he's not dead he's yeah. there and then they end up they end up stringing yeah, up uh, it, mago by and like you know like up on us yeah you know they have him up hanging up on a well tree, but at that tree. part he tells him like run yeah and he just runs but right. yeah then then later when they're when they're both coming out they get him with that net which is another One, yeah whenever somebody gets him with a net like yeah. revenge return of the jedi whatever yeah you're like you you just don't even think and you're like oh right. damn they got caught you know right. and it was the one same thing, thing i didn't like, want there's like, one part through. i didn't quite catch mm-hmm. and when when he's when he's strung up like you know tied up and he's hanging from the tree or whatever he's in yeah. but then like a little like arrow cuts him off the tree and he falls yeah. down into the little like pit of snow remember that part yeah yeah i didn't yeah, i didn't catch cool who part. shot the arrow oh. though the the bad guy that has those little like pencil Dar- they're like little darts like darts like little- he threw it at him and i thought he hit him in the chest yeah. but i guess he might have missed and it hit the rope oh okay that's because, what it was i didn't catch I'm, that i'm yeah. surprised that he didn't kill say, him wait a minute something. i missed and hit him again yeah. but i guess that that's what cool it was he, he fell down. down in the snow yeah. and then like covered himself with the snow and got he that was like thing. stuck down in the pit in like a yeah. pit like but then he was like that well, was crazy. That and that was at the very end when he backs up. It was it's yeah. it's choreography that sometimes is done where you're just like, OK, like our Kung Fu yeah. movies. OK, right. it's, it's decent. Stuff. But yeah. this one was he backed up and he fell into that little water off the snow. Yeah, and he falls in there and you're like, oh, shit. Now he's screwed. And right. you're thinking maybe the bad guy's going to wait for him. But the bad right. guy's starting to come in and then yep. he like kills him from down at a lower ground because now right. you know he's at a disadvantage oh yeah he's down that's Way what it was cool. he's down in the pit and then like the guy runs up and he just stabs him right into the chest with the sword yeah, yeah i didn't that know was... how they were going to do that i didn't i didn't quite get what they were what he was trying to do like if he was like trying to hide the sword well, or something or well yeah when he was yeah when he stuck the sword in the snow that was at the end yeah. but when he's in the pit pit yeah he Forget he how was he grabbing the, the, the rope with his teeth. Remember, he was pulling the rope out of the way yeah. and he pulled yeah. the little thing and he got some snow over him. So when that guy yeah. showed up, the guy right. was like the second henchman was like, oh, I guess he's gone. Or where did he go? And then he surprised <laughs> it was, I don't know. It's kind of crazy that those tree. little scenes I didn't. But at the very the end was, was like, where he stuck the sword in the snow. Yeah. And that's where I thought maybe the guy's going to let him get out. But the main bad yeah. guy's like, no. And he starts to attack him. and He pulls that sword out just, of the snow. And stabs him right in the stomach. Like, oh, so awesome! Then you yeah. see the blood leak out in the snow. That was yeah. a cool shot. And then that bad guy tries to talk to him, and he won't answer that right. guy. He just right. lets him keep talking and lets right. him die. Yeah, that was an awesome. Yeah, and film. that blood in the snow slowly, and you're like, okay, you know. And then that and the, that, and, uh, end, yeah. that end shot of like the snow blowing. I love that shot. That was an awesome. Following him. Yeah, I didn't know exactly where if it was going to end or if like they were going to have you know I didn't. Well, that's he's what walking was, off into the snow and then she's chasing. That's the other girl. She knows yeah. like kind of yeah, following his, along his after. ex. Yeah. His uh, his girlfriend that she loves him and he loves right. her. And that was right. another good moment when he's like, I have to go do this. And she understood right. after he kind of told her. Right. Um, but the other thing was those drums are playing so long and they have to. Wrap oh, yeah, that, that's the other thing I was going to mention, like, the drums. Yeah. But those <laughs> that was a pretty cool masks on. Yeah. That was a pretty long sequence. I was I was thinking when they release this movie like when they did the cut version the steel edge of revengers and they probably they cut a ton of stuff out of this movie because like yeah. all those scenes like you know the drums playing they probably cut that whole thing out yeah. they might have had like a little like a second couple seconds yeah, of it like, but or that went on for like yeah. 10 minutes that but it drums was playing. 
but it was yeah it was a little where you're like oh this is long but it was a little right. good because it would show like uh oh ohio whatever yeah. you call o- her name oriha oriha you show yeah. her and then you show the other girl you know while the drums right. are playing the guys look cool but yeah right. i thought it was going to freeze frame on one of the masks and that's what i thought too yeah. i thought it was going to end but then it kept going and but that end shot with that snow blowing was like yeah that was an awesome end shot yeah but that was an excellent film i thought you know i just i haven't watched you know the the samurai movies i watched the most most of the lone wolf and cub films i, I love those yeah. ones a lot and this one those are more like action-packed this one was a little bit like you know it had a little bit of action here and there but it wasn't yeah. like just a total but it, but it was it was solid it was like a, but it was really good though it, excellent like film. i said it was if you like a yeah. kurosawa i would say watch yeah. this movie it was more in that that style know. i'd say yeah like the directorial but, um, was awesome yeah i've only seen one of the uh lone wolf and cub lone movies and cub. um yeah. but they're all on criterion channel and yep. uh, i'm gonna watch them sometime and, yeah, uh, or you could watch yeah, Shogun Assassin. Then, That's like then, the, yeah, I'm but new. I want to watch them all. Like yeah, the, the, I would watch them all too. They're um, they're awesome films. The uh, the other thing, so yeah, those two kung fu movies are on YouTube. Yep. And then uh, the other one, where was that? Where you found it? Not not Internet Archives, but this one, this the, the Goyo, Steel Edge of Revenge. Goyoku. Yeah, yeah. Goyoku. It was on some other channel. It was like on some other channel that's not like a main. Yeah. I don't, I can't remember if exactly. If you type but, it, you should be able to, yeah, yeah. I forget what it, like, okay, Roku, not Roku. Yeah, it's like some, like, other, you know, not a mainstream thing. But, but yeah, it was the best. Then the second I don't know if it's on DVD now. I, I guess it's on, I don't know if it's on, I don't think it's on Blu-ray. Or I would it hope might be, so, because sure. it, it looks amazing. Yeah, you would almost yeah. want to buy it. Yeah, but. Yeah, yeah the, the print we watched was, like, beautiful. Yeah. It was, like, really nice. And, like, the, you know, yeah. the subtitles and everything. And Yeah. Really yeah. good. Real good. So that was the last film on the list. And yep. which one was your favorite? The so Goyokin was my favorite. Then yeah. the second one. So the way then I rated the them on Letterboxd was Goyokin four. Yep. Um, Crippled Masters, Masters three and, three and a half. half. Yeah. And then uh, the other one three. Yeah, I think that's probably just, where I'd rate them too. Just because it's I like the, the fight. I like that guy, but yeah. it was a little too much. I was a little yeah. bit like. Mm. Yeah, there was a lot of plot going on in that one. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't like I, I wanted like more action and stuff out of that one. Yeah, but it was, it was cool. Those heavy. cool little reveals when he yeah. met with Captain Lou and yeah. then was like, yeah. you know, like I'm on your whatever he said. And you're I'm like, your oh, side. shit, they're on the same yeah. side. Awesome. Right. Yeah, that was cool. I mean, I did like that. I, I like, yeah. I've always liked the undercover cop type movies like, you know, yeah. Departed or something or, you know, yeah, those yeah. yeah. But that was really exactly. cool. Yeah, and the crippled masters definitely like you know the 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 weird like, you know the disabled dudes like doing the kung fu and that just yeah. kind of makes it like kind of fun to watch because you don't know like what they're where they're gonna go with it and stuff. And like I said, when you're watching it, realize these yeah. are real, yeah, you know, really disabled guys people. who were born with disfigurements. Yeah. Like, right, it's amazing. Yeah. yeah, it's not like one arm boxer where he's just he just yeah. has his arm like in his shirt. Like, yeah, exactly. That's yeah, that's what. Yeah, those awesome. I guess that I thought that for half the movie, and then I'm like, yeah. wait a minute, what? <laughs> That was awesome. Yeah, so those were those were three good good films. I thought. I mean, that was a good like you know that was our first kung fu episode. And, yeah. And Chabara episode. Yeah. A little samurai on the at the at the end, but. Yeah, I enjoyed okay. it. All right, I guess we'll wrap up the show. Anything else you wanted to plug or anything? Um, I mean, I got so I got on making Tarantino my other podcast. Uh, this is Pete's podcast. It's my podcast. Yeah. Um, 
making Tarantino. We're doing bonus episodes now because I thought maybe people are like, what do they think of Quentin Tarantino movies? Not just movies that he likes or recommends. So I'm putting out all the old shows that we did on our old podcast. So coming up on Wednesday is True Romance, a -hmm. bonus episode. And then uh, on Friday will be uh, The Savage Seven, which I can't wait to get here. It's really good. Yeah. That's your first biker film on the show, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which is so fun with this randomizer. They've always been. That is cool. You're getting all different types of like variety and stuff. Yeah. I want to do a biker film on our show one of these days. I love those movies. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I guess we'll wrap up the show and. That was another right. good episode, fun episode. We kind of, you know, we had a lot to go through on this one. That was a lot yeah. of you know, plot and a lot of story. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Keeping it straight, like, you know. Yeah. Well, and sometimes it's a thing of, uh, like we said, like when I was on that other podcast and we were doing Lady Snowblood and the Doll yeah. Squad, not much yeah. you can say about the Doll Squad because yeah. Lady Snowblood is like Goyokin of this one, you know, yeah. like, you know, so, yeah. It covers a lot of territory, but. Yeah, yeah, and a better movie. So you're like, oh, right. I could talk for hours about this, you know. Right. Can't the other one isn't so about, like, yeah, yeah. It's kind of cheap. Yeah, that's that's true. But yeah. um, so I guess we'll wrap up the show. Uh, this is Pete Roberts signing off for Forty Second Street Forever. Thanks, Phil, for being on the show again. We had a good chat. Yes, we did. Again. Like always, of course. And uh, yes, thank you everybody for listening. And, uh, and we'll see you next time. 